I think we all can say that we are learning a lot from year to year, especially these last few years with the pandemic and post-pandemic teaching and education and how it looks and how it's changing. But I wanted to reflect on some lessons that I learned in 2022 when it came to my education job, like my day job, but then also the time and experience and what I've been learning as I have been working with you. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce the overwhelm so you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. To get started, I'm just going to tell you the five lessons that I learned and then give you a little bit more information on each of those. So the five lessons that I learned in 2022 were one, make choices based on your season of life. Two, make a decision and love your decision. Three, I'm still learning. Four, genuine reflection is powerful. And five, getting a coach mentor is a game changer. So we're going to start off with the first one. So make choices based on your season of life. And this was a lesson that I needed to learn because when I was in, I think it was like February, I was really struggling as an assistant principal over at the middle school. And I really, I was torn because my kids kept being sick and I had to be missing a lot. And while it is like a little bit more flexible because you don't have to get a substitute, well, everything that you are leaving at the school, you are leaving at the school for someone else to do. So I was kind of like really having to work with myself and figure out what I should do. And I did end up going and talking to some of my supervisors over at the district level and let them know about my concerns and that I it was just struggling. And she gave me an out and let me know about a a job that was available or would be available at the district level. And while it is not in the management team anymore, so I'm no longer an assistant principal, I'm no longer an administrator by title, um, the choice that I made to go to the district office has greatly increased my like love for education again it's also decreased like my stress because my kids are still getting sick all the time but I am a lot more flexible in being able to pick them up and being able to get my work completed and I'm not feeling any of the guilt of like leaving it on someone else so I think that was a critical lesson for me to learn because I was on a path to be an assistant principal, go on to being a principal. I was just, I was there, I was in that and I switched paths and I switched paths because this current season of my life needed me to switch what I was doing. So I'm not saying that I may not ever go back to the administration path, but for right now in this current season of my life, I am where I need to be. And so when you're thinking about your current season of life, there are things that you can do and you can't do. And that is really what you need to think about is in your current season of life, what are you capable of doing? What should you be doing? What do you want to be doing? Because that will make a huge difference in the quality of your life. 
All right, the second one I learned was make a decision and love your decision. So this has to kind of go like twofold with um, changing jobs because I made the decision and then I was a little bit apprehensive and I've learned with a lot of like self-coaching and that I really need to love my decisions that I'm making and then also I'm wasting a lot less time by just making a decision and going with it. And it gets hard every once in a while because I want to second guess myself, but really like if you make a decision, you stick with it, you move on. And so I've been starting to do that in everything that I'm doing. So I'm deciding that I'm going to do something this way. I'm going to move it out and I'm going to see what happens. And I'm going to love what I'm doing, going to be pretty excited about it. And then afterwards, I can evaluate whether or not that decision is something that I want to repeat in the past or in the future, I guess, not in the past. But do I want to keep moving down that road? And it really has simplified things. And so one of the things that I recommend for teachers is when you are teaching something, you select what you want to teach and then you just run with it. Don't spend all of your time looking on Pinterest, looking other places, searching the internet of like the best way to do something because the best way to do something doesn't exist. What exists is that you have chosen to teach a principle, a concept, whatever, one way, and you're gonna run with it and you're gonna make it as great as possible. So make a decision and love your decision. The third thing, and this still, all everything's like kind of coming back to my day job, but I'm still learning. So with my new position, I am over several programs that are like state programs and then also like federal programs are some things that I'm helping with. So I'm learning a lot about gifted and talented, learning about your English language learners, so or your multilingual learners. So Title III, I'm learning a lot about the migrant program. So migrant workers and families who are moving for agricultural reasons so that they can survive and provide for their families, but more likely than not, they're going to be moving multiple times during the school year. I am learning about the equity within my district and I'm on committees that way. So I'm just constantly learning and these various perspectives. So all of the positions that I've had have really not necessarily shifted my perspective. So it's not like I believed something when I was a teacher and now it's completely different. But I think what's happening is that my perspective is broadening because now I have multiple ways of seeing things. I still see things as being a classroom teacher and especially by having Jared still in the classroom, I run things by him just to make sure that I'm not like completely out in left field. Then I'm also seeing things from the the school level like administrator and what's happening there. So now when I'm in the district, I can actually still reflect back on that and shut things down or get behind things saying, oh yes, that would really help the schools out. Or that's just one more thing. So it's really interesting. I'm learning about the science of reading and some things like more like elementary level that I've never had to deal with as a high school engineering teacher. But there are always great things and great things that I'm learning that strategies that can really help us all. But until you get that perspective, sometimes you just don't even know that they exist. So that's my third thing. I'm still learning. 
My fourth is genuine reflection is powerful. And the reason I say genuine reflection is because I feel like in education, we are being asked to reflect a lot. But sometimes it feels contrived. Like it feels like you're reflecting, like it's it's something that you need to do in order to get a good score on your evaluation. But I also feel like sometimes when you're reflecting, especially in that scenario, is that you are trying to answer the way your evaluator wants you to answer and reflect that way. And there's more of like a push for like reflecting on how are things going and what could you change when quite honestly, like you may not know. And so you're waiting for the answer. And so I don't love reflection in that way. But what I have done is I've been able to reflect on my days. I've been able to reflect on what has gone well. And especially when it comes to my productivity, like what worked, what didn't work, what did I get done? What didn't I get done? Was there anything that like I stumbled on? Am I being my future self? Is in five years, would my future self come back and look and what would they want me to do? Am am I living up to my values, my why? So that kind of genuine reflection has been super powerful because by looking at like what I did that day to be successful, I can then repeat those same habits the following day that then makes me be successful again. So I love that idea of genuine reflection and it is very powerful. Okay, my fifth thing is getting a coach mentor is a game changer. Oh, how I would have loved to have a coach or mentor later in my teaching years. So I did have a mentor my first three years and then I switched districts. So I had another mentor for another year, but I kind of felt like I was just doing what they told me to do. And it was more of like checking the box. And it wasn't until later on that I actually had like real questions to ask and that I've wanted to really get some help. And I've had a coach mentor in a couple different capacities. So I've had one who is helping me with the the work that I'm doing at the district level. And she is someone who is not affiliated with our district or our state, but has really helped kind of like get me to set some goals and just think outside of the box of what is currently happening in my district, but then is really like helping me progress as an educator. And it has been huge. So I actually ended up getting her um, a couple years into being an administrator. And so same thing really has helped me um, with like my mindset and goal setting. And then she comes from education. So she knows how it works and she is in a different state. So she may not know exactly how it works here, but having that other perspective. And then I'm also in a group with other um, educators that are like-minded that way has really, really helped. It has been a game changer. I've been able to really grow because of getting that that advice, that support. And I think that's the biggest thing is it's the support and being able to feel free to ask questions that I'm a little bit nervous to ask my supervisors about because I don't want to seem like I'm incompetent. But when I can talk to this mentor coach, then she can help me figure out the answers 
And I know that my supervisors probably would be willing to help me through that. But once again, there's just a little bit of apprehension about doing that, especially with people that you work with. So having a mentor coach has been a game changer, especially because they've been through things before. One other thing that I love is that um, she has mapped out like, here's the process that I've used to do observations and help teachers get better. And so really like going through that process with her has strengthened my skills as a an administrator and then also as an instructional coach. So getting a coach mentor has been a game changer. That has been my fifth lesson learned for 2022. So I do want to go over those again and have you really think about, we've got like a couple more days, think about some of the lessons that you may have learned in 2022 that are either good or bad and that you can continue into the 2023 or leave behind. So my five are make choices based on your season of life. Make a decision and love your decision. I'm still learning. Genuine reflection is powerful and getting a coach mentor is a game changer. If this episode was helpful to you, it could be for others. To help spread the word about this podcast, take a screenshot of this episode, add it to your Instagram stories, and tag me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Until next week.